Hey guys, we want to welcome you to uh, our leader podcast here at Thomas Road. Uh, my name is Louis Lodell. I'm the adult ministries pastor here. Um, and just, just have a, a great group of guys uh, in the studio right now. And we just want, I want to introduce you to them. Uh, we've got Matt Wilkins, Pastor Matt. Um, just, we, we call him the Pope. Uh, this guy knows everybody in town. Uh, but just, uh, uh, you know, a, a man of God who disciples uh, men all over our, our, our city. Uh, and then Tim Stanton, also one of our leaders here at Thomas Road, um, and he's one of our coaches, um, and we're, we're just blessed to have him. AJ Pelé, um, I think he's got 45 kids, yeah. uh, but no, he's got about s- about six. Five. Five, five, sorry, sorry. Uh, but AJ, uh, evangelist, pastor, uh, just just a, a godly man who uh, who serves here at Thomas Road and, and uh, does an amazing job. And then Roy Scorup, uh, he's on our, our Alaskan uh, uh, brother in Christ, uh, you know, I don't know how he, sh- he ended up in Lynchburg, um, but also, uh, just a great leader who's been in ministry, uh, for years, um, and now has joined Thomas Road and, and is leading, uh, life groups and is one of our coaches as well. And then Matt McDonald from Atlanta, uh, you know, and he's a Braves fan, so sorry about that. You know, those are, they're not Braves <laughs> sorry, fans. But yeah, there we go. But Matt is uh, also a pastor and leader, and and has been in in full time ministry now for years. Uh, but in our first po- podcast, we wanted to kind of introduce you some of our coaches, um, and and what you know what they do here at Thomas Road as they come alongside shepherds. And Tim, you know, can you know for for those that are listening, we have leaders that are listening. Can can you tell me what exactly is a coach? Sure, sure. So, a a coach's role is just to come alongside each life group leader and to be an iron sharpening iron. They're going to help us. We're going to help them. We're going to encourage each other. We're going to walk this together. We're going to help them grow their groups as much as we can. That That is, you know, that's correct. And, you know, when we think as a leader, you think of a coach and sometimes as, as adults or as men, we, we think, man, I don't need a coach. Uh, but it's, it's, it's another brother in Christ that uh, maybe has, has been through some things that maybe you haven't or uh, has, is right there with you. And you can lean on on this person and, and uh, it, it, he'll be an encouragement to you uh, and just a guide if, if you need uh, guidance uh, as you lead your group. Uh, you know, some of the things that we talk about as as leaders and as as coaches is how do I uh, multiply my group? How do I engage in in helping my my group expand from what it is? And uh, for some of us, we have a group of twelve. Some of us, we have a group of fifty. And we're like, man, this is like a small church. What what, what do I do to expand these leaders um, and and help them? You know, start new groups. And AJ, uh, you've been there, done that, and yes. got the T-shirt. Um, yes. And uh, you know, t- tell us a little bit about that. Like, you know, what 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 have you done in your group? Well, um, I started doing life groups about four or five years ago. Never done one before. But I had a mentor when I first started that always said, you always start with the end in mind. And, um, you know, uh, life groups have to have a beginning and an end. And so we realized that right from the get-go that we were not building our little kingdoms, but we were... Um, we were building his kingdom. So it really, it, when we started that way, our life groups just start multiplying. And in the last three, four years, we have probably uh, birthed probably eight, eight life groups. And this year we started another one. And, um, and our group grew and eventually it just, it just divided. And um, 
the whole the whole purpose of uh, of life groups is to divide multiply you divide and conquer and um, and so we learned that if you do it right you do it healthy you do it with integrity your group will multiply uh, which is the whole purpose of a life group so multiplication is inevitable if it's done properly and you need coaches and i'm i'm grateful i had some really good role models in the early days that that's awesome, Angie. You know, I love what you said um, that it, it's not about our kingdom, but if it's about God's kingdom. And, and so many times, as leaders, you know, we feel like, oh, it's, this is my flock, and I'm going to protect them, and you know, I, I don't want to lose them for the next twenty years or ten years. But no, it's it's about training leaders, discipling people in your groups, and sending them out to do to do the great commission. Um, and as well as you know, we we have a lot of groups that invite, and we want you to invite lost people. We want we want the groups to have uh, lost people that we can share the love of Christ with. You know, as we talk about um, expanding groups, you know, there's a key component there, and that, and that is apprentices, and that is, you know, who do who do we have, who are we discipling um, to go out and start a new group? And Roy, you've had a little bit of experience with that. Can you tell us, you know, how, how, do, how do we point to or, or, or kind of look at and say, hey, uh, the group that I have, there's, there's this individual, there's a couple of individuals that I think would be good apprentices to start a, a life group? Well, that's uh, one of the things that coaches can help with, certainly. Uh, we want every group to have an apprentice. And I know personally, as a leader, sometimes it's hard uh, to find that person. Uh, what you need to do first is uh, start in prayer and ask God to help you identify or even bring along this individual. Uh, what an apprentice is, is a leader that you've identified or a potential leader that you've identified as someone who perhaps has a calling of God to start a, a group at a, a given point. So it might be that down the road they take over the group that you're doing and you start another group. But our goal again is to multiply these groups into our community for the kingdom. And uh, we as uh, coaches can help you also identify some of those. But uh, more importantly, if you've not yet discipled and, and trained up an apprentice, we can uh, help give you some insight of how to approach that to develop these apprentices. But as a coach, if there's any area that you're struggling with, whether it's finding an apprentice or even personal issues, uh, you know, that you're you're really struggling in your marriage or one of your kids is really struggling in an area where you have a health need or your group is, is down a certain amount of number, we want to know about it. We're here for you guys. We want to pray for you. We want to encourage you. We want to exhort you, which is to promote you to a, a positive biblical action. And any way that we can help you, uh, you just need to let us know. And it doesn't necessarily need to relate to the life group itself that you're leading, uh, we care about you guys. And as we get to know you, as we coach you, uh, we hope that you feel comfortable sharing those things with us. That's so true. Hey, I got AJ over here, you know, pulling my leg. You know, he's like, I want to I, I, I talk a little bit about that. But AJ, yeah, what, what, do, you, what do you... Actually, uh, Apprentice, I believe in the years that we've... I've watched, we've raised some apprentices and one of the best qualities I've seen uh, is a person of teachable spirit, a person that's teachable. And uh, they always have a, a spirit of humility. And, they, you know, there's an old saying in teamwork. We always say the cream always rises to the top. And so they identify themselves and it only takes time and relationship to find these people. And they always have a spirit of humility and a spirit of teachability. Mm. And, um, and when you see that, uh, you, you pretty much peg the person God has. I believe every man should have a, a Paul in their life, a Barnabas and a Timothy. And so when we see that, the Timothys will show up if you're doing your part. And so anyway, I hope that kind of helps. 
No, that that's so good. And you know, as as we we've talked about, I also feel like sometimes when we when we think of an apprentice, we think, oh, this person has to be a pastor. They have to be no. a wonderful leader. They <laughs> stay away but, from them. But no, <laughs> <laughs> but no, they they they're just people that are willing to to be taught, that are willing to be coached, um, that are humble and say, hey, I, I don't have all the answers, but I have a willing heart to serve and to lead a, a group, and that makes a, a huge difference. Hey, as as we're talking about. Uh, you know, starting a life group. We're start, you know, talking about you know uh, an apprentice. One of, one of the big things that we struggle as leaders, or we you know we we wrestle with, is what am I going to teach my flock? What is God laid on my heart uh, to to teach my flock? And how, where where is my flock at as I look forward uh, to to you know the next couple of months or year? Um, and where where am I taking them? And and Matt, I know you've had some experience with that. In in you know what what how do how do I find uh, a curriculum? How, you know what scripture or what book of the Bible do I need to uh, pray about and bring to my to my group? Sure. Well, I think the first thing to remember is that God, you're partnering with God in the process of helping people become more like Christ. I mean, that's right. that's the central focus of why your group exists, is for people to become more like Christ. And knowing that God's there with you, that the Holy Spirit is working in you and through the others there, to me, takes a lot of the pressure off. So uh, that being said, uh, my recommendation is certainly you want whatever curriculum you select to be solid, biblically-based, yeah. lots of scripture, uh, one of the key catalysts in faith development is the Bible. Yes. It's God's Word. God <laughs> uses the Bible to to impact, to, to transform people's lives. Uh, I think that's the thing that separates small groups from other social groups in our community. Right. If we're not leading people to become more like Christ, if all it is is a social club, then obviously we're missing a boat. But the other recommendation I would make is look for studies that are about eight weeks long. You probably want mm-hmm. things that are going to be uh, bite-sized pieces as, as opposed to saying, now we're going to embark on this 40-week study. <laughs> right. I think that's a little overwhelming for people. I think there needs to be something that's a... a like a lunch. Know, but yeah, you know, a launch be- and an <laughs> obvious ending. Because people, it's like AJ said, you know, there are seasons to groups, and you need to give time of breaks where you finish a study, you move on to something else. The other thing, too, I'll say as a leader is certainly asking God, what is it you're wanting to teach and to, to impact my group with? And that, that's also important, is just asking the Lord. And uh, as we've all said as coaches, we're also a resource for you uh, right. to provide direction, to provide input uh, as far as what might be some good options for you. That that's great, Matt. Yeah, you know, like you said, you know, in, in the culture that we live in, you know, it feels like every every week there's a new book coming out, there's a new series coming out, but ultimately the Word of God is the most important thing that we can push to our people is getting them into the Word of God. And yeah, I, I love what you said about eight eight or nine weeks, you know, a, a small series because yeah, uh, uh, as you lead groups, uh, you embark on a forty week series, uh, they're gonna drop dead. Um, you know, some, somehow, some way, you're gonna lose them. So. Um, just, just great. And, you know, at Thomas Road, we have some great re- resources um, that our coaches can help you and, and coming alongside of you and helping you uh, pick, pick what, 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 you know, what you want to teach to, to your group. Uh, thank you, Matt. Thank you for, for that, that insight. And, you know, last but not least, as, as we're leading and we've talked about all this, we talked about, you know, uh, uh, growing your groups and we t- we've talked about shepherding. 
the biggest thing is as a leader is your spiritual health. Um, the, 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 the greatest, you know, uh, momentum that you can have in your group is that you are, uh, spiritually prepared for leading this group. You need to be doing God yourself. Uh, you need to be spending time in his word. Um, and, and Matt Wilkins, you know, is going to share just a little bit, you know, what, what does it mean to be spiritually healthy uh, as a leader? Well, I think that one of the things for us to all remember, and we all would probably agree with is we can't take people where we're not. You can't lead someone where you're not going. Um, We we don't serve people with titles. We serve with towels. You know, if you you really think about it, who is our model? You know, we constantly say that we're pointing to Jesus, but are we pointing to Jesus? You know, if if the word of God is sufficient, you know, he is the incarnate word. But how do we get people to the incarnate word? It's through the inspired word, like Matt was just talking about just a moment ago. We've got to get people to the word, but we need to be people of the word ourselves. That's right. And so the issue becomes, am I, do I just have a title? Why do I, am I pursuing after the title? Uh, Jesus is God. You know, Tim and I have talked about this a lot. AJ and I have talked about this a lot. And Lewis and I have talked about this a lot at different times. But Jesus is God. But he is Savior. He is Lord. He is King. He is Master. He's also example. And so if Christ came to do only what the Father sent him to do and to say, should we not be also and so we need to mimic him. We, we need to be people of the towel, if you will. We, we need to simply be about washing feet, uh, people of humility, humbling ourselves, seeking to get people to the feet of Jesus. Uh, we need to pick up the towel. If we don't want a towel, mm. we really don't deserve the title. And mm. uh, It's not about making much of us. It's truly, genuinely about making much of Jesus. So we're trying to pursue after him and we want other people to be pursuing after him. So we ourselves need to be pursuing after Jesus. Uh, You know, one of the things that I would encourage us is to genuinely be in the word on a daily basis. You know, as a man of God, you know, I I need the word in my life. Uh, The day of the week, what today's date of the month. I try to every day spend time in the Word, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. But also one of the things that I do is I need God's wisdom for my life. And and God's Word says, do you lack wisdom? Do you need wisdom? Ask of God and He will freely give it to you. Well, He's given an entire section of wisdom literature in the canon of Scripture. And so one of the things that I try to do on a daily basis is spend some time uh, in the Psalms, just letting God resonate uh, through the Spirit in the Psalms in my life. And then on the day of of the month, whatever it is, if it's the first... Proverbs 1. If it's the second, Proverbs 2. You see a, 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 a pattern there, you know? And so, so if it's the 15th, I know I'm in Proverbs 15. And I've been reading personally through 1 Corinthians and, and just looking into that and, and meditating on it. Have a, have a highlighter, a pen, a journal, you know, maybe a single volume commentary. This is for me. 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pursue after him and learn about him. You know, I would, I would recommend, you know, R. Kent Hughes' book, Disciplines of a Godly Man, uh, Sanders' book, Spiritual Leadership. Oh, man, I, I just don't think those are two great reads right there just to help us to build in disciplines into our life. Some, I know some, some people say things like, well, you know, I just don't have the time. We make time. time. That's right. We, people say, oh, I just can't find the time. You have to carve out the time. We do what's important We're to us. That's exactly right. No, that's some some good insight there, Matt. And and yeah, we, we have to we have to make time. And you know, we have busy schedules and, and all that. Absolutely. But hey, we, we never miss a, a a Braves game. We never miss. Uh, you know, I'm a Hurricanes fan. We never miss a Hurricanes fan. <laughs> I'm a Kentucky fan. Wildcats basketball fan. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but we yeah. don't. You know, we we don't miss. Uh, you know, a lot of these things, but. Spending time in the Word of God, spending time with the Lord is is crucial. And leading by example, Absolutely. leading, you know, we we have to be in the forefront. We have we have to, uh, you know, take take that armor and say, hey, we're we're going to fight these battles uh, with our group. That's um, the towel lifestyle. That is true. Yep. Absolutely. Hey guys, you know we, we appreciate you listening, and uh, we hope that this was insightful. Uh, some of you leaders will will be getting contacts from our coaches because uh, we want to come alongside of you and help you on this journey. Uh, we don't want you to lead uh, by yourself, lead alone, because we know that 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 could end up uh, it leading you in, in ways that that are not going to honor and glorify the Lord, and and, and can easily um, destroy your group. We want you to to do life in community and with other leaders. So we encourage you. To, to do that and uh, thank you for your time and look forward to you to uh, talking with you guys next month. Hey.